Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's the Holy Ghost, Spirit of the Living God. And He's the Holy Ghost, Scepter of the Age, too. He's the Holy Ghost. He's the Holy He's bringing everything, bringing everything in obedience. In obedience oh, He's bringing everything, bringing everything in your life. In obedience oh, He's bringing everything. Media, please give me Hebrews 5, verse 7. Hebrews 5, verse 7. We're just going to pray in the spirit briefly. But I don't want you to just pray as usual. It's not business as usual. I want us to pray by the word. And it says, during his, I like this version, during his earthly life, He offered prayers and appeals with loud cries and tears to the one who was able to save him from death. And he was heard because of his reverence. He was heard because of his godly fear. King James says, and in the days of his flesh, he offered up prayers and supplications fervently with cries unto him who was able to save him from death and he was heard in that he feared new king james is in he was heard because of his godly fear so you're going to be praying tonight we have been on a series of salvation of the spirit of the soul and tonight we are talking about the salvation of the body but this is Jesus, this scripture is speaking about. That Jesus who was saved in the days of his flesh, he offered up prayer and supplication unto him who was able to save him. And indeed, he was saved. I would just like you to lift your voice now in the spirit as you pray. And then in your heart, let it communicate. Oh Lord, save me and I will be saved. 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 I could give you bullet points. I could give you explanations of scripture, but you must follow the exact principle that Jesus outlined there. In that he said he offered up prayers and supplication unto him who was able to save him from death. He offered up prayers unto the one who had his salvation in his hands. Can you just make it a prayer this evening? Lord Jesus, save me and I will be saved. Save me and I will be saved. Is there still an area of my life yet unsaved? Is there still an area of my life yet unsaved? Embenan kamiamandas. Kefaria, a padina pena patatazias, 
As long as you are on the earth, you need salvation. As long as you are on the earth, you need salvation. As long as you have not yet gone to heaven, you still need salvation. You still need saving. I still need saving. As long as I still wear this body, I still need saving. Let him who thinks he stands take heed lest he will fall. Oh Jesus, save me and I will be saved. You are lifting up supplications now unto him who is able to save you from death. I will not be fervent in church and yet I will be dead. I will not be consistent in service and yet I will be dead. I lift up my voice tonight. Oh Lord, save me from death. Upon my spirit, save me, Lord, over my soul, over my thinking, over my desires. Over this body, Jesus. Save me, Jesus. Save me, Jesus. Save me, Jesus. Imendo, apido pera bahalia kabaile safrina, e pambinan swaprida gel, e kabisha bela mana mana marabaga ya gaya 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 debe bolos. He's bringing you and I. He's bringing every thought. He's bringing every thought. He's bringing every unit in chapel of praise. He's bringing every aspect of my life. He's bringing my destiny. 
Rapa, Epatom, Berabadagada, is bringing my future, Elabo, Gabo, Gabo, and Rabadabadabadagada, is bringing my cycle of friends, and Shapa, Papa, Dapa, Paradia, Elabadabadabadabalagada, is bringing my speech, Ababa, Daba, 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 He's bringing my eyes, he's bringing my ears, he's bringing my heart. He's bringing my conscience. He's bringing my emotions. He's bringing you cannot encounter Jesus and remain the same you cannot come in contact with the spirit and go back the same way how be it when it comes upon you there is a quickening that will happen in Shaba, 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 in Shaba
All right. We have been on a series since the beginning of, of for three Tuesdays now. We have been on a series and we have been learning about salvation. Walking in the newness of life, the theme for the month. And then we have talked about salvation of the spirit. Salvation of the soul. And today we'll be discussing salvation of the body. So a quick recap so we'll know that we are all following. We said something about salvation of the soul last time. So what did we establish that the soul signifies in a man? What does the soul signify in a man? One of the things we established last time we met about the soul of a man has to do with with the heart of a man, its emotion, its thoughts, its feelings, and the habit that encompass around him. Hallelujah. The heart of man. The soul, we said, was the heart. Is at the center of man. His emotions, his thinking faculty, his reasoning, his convictions, his habit, his character. And there was something else we also, we also established that the mind is inside there. And there are two aspects to it, the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. And the Bible showed us in Romans chapter 1, where we read from verse 20, how that these people intentionally allowed themselves to be darkened. They, they held the knowledge of God, the righteousness of God in unrighteousness. They held the knowledge of God in unrighteousness. They knew he was God, yet they did not glorify him. Intentionally now, consciously. And so after that, they had consciously refused to give God his place in their lives. God gave them up to the loss of their bodies, to the debased mentality. So consciously, they knew what was right, yet refused to do it. And it began to unconsciously affect them. That things like homosexuality from Romans chapter 1, things like lesbianism, Things like bestiality, where people have carnal relations with animals. It became something that was normal to these people. But it began intentionally until unconsciously they were corrupted. Unconsciously they were corrupted. And I said that in the civilized, the most civilized countries of the world now, homosexuality and lesbianism is a normal thing. It's not something we debate anymore. A Nigerian could go out of the country and then you feel uncomfortable, but the major population of that country, they feel very, very comfortable. Most of you that see Hollywood movies, you can see it. There is no Hollywood movie now that does not complement it. Most of you that feel forms online, the gender is three genders now. Male, female, and others. Hallelujah. So it has become an unconscious thing now that mankind has been polluted. Meanwhile, what we began consciously has polluted their soul unconsciously now. Hallelujah. And we saw ways in which the soul can be reformed. Still remembering and holding anchor to the spirit. It first begins with the spirit. After that, the spirit is saved. Confessing Jesus as Savior and Lord, the spirit is saved. It now drips down to the soul where you now accept, chew, receive, swallow and digest the word of God which is able to save your soul. James tells us, casting aside all forms of wickedness and impurities, he says, receive with humility. 
receive with humility the implanted word of God, which is able to save your souls, which is able to save your soul, which is able to change your thinking. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 still tells us that the word of God is sharp. The word of God is quick than any two-edged sword. And it even goes into dividing asunder spirit, soul, and body, even bone marrow. It goes deep and it now descends the intent of the heart. So when you now pick the word of God and you begin to evaluate it, it is, is a mirror that reflects what is the intent of your heart and it begins to probe and screen you and james now what we now read in james now says receive it with meekness receive it with humility because when you have done that then it can now save you hallelujah hallelujah today we'll be talking about the salvation of the body you can put it down the salvation of the body the salvation of the body As the anchor scripture, we we'll use First Corinthians six thirteen to nineteen. Please, if you have your Bible, we are going to do a lot of reading today because these are biblical facts. I'm not telling you theology. I don't even know theology that much. I'm not telling you philosophy. I'm telling you what the Bible says. Hallelujah. First Corinthians chapter six. From verse 13 to 19. Is he up there? Okay, let's read together. Food for the belly and the belly for food. But God will destroy both it and them. Now the body is not for sexual immorality, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. And God both raised up the Lord and will also raise us up by his power. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a harlot? Certainly not. Or do you not know that he who is joined to a harlot is one body with her? For the two, he says, shall become one flesh. But he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Hallelujah. 18. Flee sexual immorality. Every sin that a man does is outside his body. But he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? Can we take 19 again? Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? Hallelujah. Say my body. Okay. For people that have body, say my body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. For those that don't have body, still say my body. Because not everybody said it the first time. So maybe you don't have body. Still just say my body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. We're going to be considering briefly and we'll be answering some questions that are outstanding as far as the body, the human body is concerned. Hallelujah. Amen. Please don't be distracted. Ushers, please help us arrange people properly to avoid distractions. Okay, so we'll know what exactly the Bible says concerning the body. We'll know how the Bible describes the body. We'll know what the Bible says about the functions of the body. We'll know what the Bible says about how the body should operate. Hallelujah. We'll also understand salvation and 
the body, the physical body. One of the things we are aiming to look at tonight is one thing we've heard many times. And, okay, the thing we've heard many times that once you are saved, you are saved. Hallelujah. The one saved or one saved forever saved theology. That is one of the things we are looking at. Exposing for its truth or its falseness this night. Hallelujah. What did I say we are looking at exposing? One saved, forever saved theology. Hallelujah. We understand what the body is. And we understand what salvation has to do with this physical body. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I trust God that you will open our hearts to understand his word in Jesus' name. So quickly now, what is the body? I'll put it down. What is the body? I'll just give us some points to read the Bible and we'll move forward. What is the body? The first thing the Bible tells us that the body is is that the body is the temple of God. That's one thing the Bible tells us. 1 Corinthians 6, from verse 13 to 19, where we read, the body is the temple of God. The body is the temple of God. The body is the temple of God. Even if you're not writing, just pay attention. For those that don't have writing material, but if you have a writing material, you can write. But if you don't have one, just be listening. The body is the temple of God. And we've seen that already. Number two, the body is a vessel. Because when we say the body is a temple of God, that is the intention from Genesis. Temple of God. He built it so that he will have a place inside there when he put his own spirit inside it and he became a living soul. But number two, you should also know that on the earth realm, as far as this world is concerned, and the world, the world, I don't mean earth, the world, the systems of the world, the lifestyle, the patterns of earth, the kingdoms, both light and darkness. Are you hearing me? The kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness see the wall, the body as a vessel. Did you understand what I just said? The kingdom of God and the kingdom of darkness see the body, number two, as a vessel. God considers your body as his temple. But when it comes to a general spectrum where the whole world is now considered, your body is a vessel, both to good and to evil. Second Timothy 2 verse 20. But in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honor and some for dishonor. Therefore, if anyone, it starts by talking about vessels, and then it now says, if any man. Hallelujah. So, by continuance or injunction, we can just say that the vessel he meant there is still talking about anyone. If anyone cleanses himself from the latter, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified and useful for, for, I thought you said they can for the master prepared for every good work. Hallelujah. And on the converse side, if anyone does not sanctify himself, who will he now be used? The kingdom of darkness. So, the world generally considers you not only as a temple of God, but as a vessel. As far as the world is concerned, you can be used of God. You can also be used by the devil. Hallelujah. You can even be sitting under the sound of my voice. Even me that I'm preaching like this. <laughs> God, help me not to be used of the devil. Hallelujah. So, you could wear a very beautiful suit. 
you could make your hair and now see ladies i appreciate what you are doing with yourself god help you where your hair is now going to your legs wonderful something and you could look so well kept and garnished on the outside like the fruit eve took you could look so desirable on the outside everything could look so normal you are a gentle cool normal lovely god's servant to say succulent on the outside hallelujah but there is a contention that is happening beyond what you can see hallelujah are you listening there's a contention that is happening so every believer under the sound of my voice right now you should be aware that you have been hearing that your body is the temple of god eh? god because you only thought it was god that was considering your body but there are other things there are other people there are other categories of kingdoms that are also considering utilizing your body they are also considering making good use of your body since you cannot use it well come let us help you and use it such is not here in the name of jesus so the third thing and this one is now peculiar to you and i the body is what houses the spirit and the soul of a man The body is what houses the spirit and the soul of a man. We saw in 1 Thessalonians 5.23, last week, he says, I pray for you that your whole, that you be sanctified wholly, your spirit, soul, and body. 1 Thessalonians 5.23. And the very good God of peace sanctify you wholly. I, and I pray, God, that your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The spirit and the soul, they are inside this body hallelujah the third thing the body is a house for the spirit and the soul of man matthew chapter 10 verse 28 matthew 10 28 and it says and do not fear those who can kill the body but those who can go beyond it and kill the soul Oh, but who cannot kill the soul but rather fear him who is able to destroy both the soul and the body in hell matthew chapter 12 43 now this scripture is where we'll, we'll just stay here for a bit and we'll begin to unravel some things that pertain believers matthew chapter 12 verse 43 to 45 is it there 43 okay let's start when let's read together one to go swept and put in order and then he goes 45 okay read 45 now one two go hallelujah so it's not only the spirit of god that is living inside there it's not only the spirit of god that can live inside there an unclean spirit an evil spirit a demon spirit can also live inside there can you write this down notes something i'd like you to note tonight the first thing we'll note this night there are just three and then we'll 
pray and go. Your body is a valuable commodity. Your body is a valuable commodity. Therefore, it is contended by both the kingdom of God and the kingdom of darkness. It is contended by both the kingdom of God and the kingdom of darkness. And so, maybe in your mind you think you don't have any relevance as far as spiritual things are concerned. I'm just going to church for the... to clear my conscience. I'm just going to church so that I have a good conscience so that at least by 6 p.m. on Tuesday I'll not be in the house. Maybe there's someone I'm trying to avoid. Or maybe my unit head has made it compulsory that if you stay back from Bible studies, kia, 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 you are not singing on Sunday. If you miss weekly activities... You pay 50 naira, 100 naira. Hallelujah. Or perhaps because Chapel Rep will ask you, where were you on Tuesday? Or Mama will ask you, I did not see you in Bible studies. Hallelujah. You should know that you are not doing anyone a service when you are seeking that you are filled, be filled with the Spirit of God. Because if you are not filled with the Spirit of God, friends, this one is not, I'm not making you afraid. I'm telling you the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Another spirit will find expression inside that fine body of yours. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? Another spirit will find expression, will find a place inside that body. Hallelujah. Your body is valuable. Hallelujah. And now I want us, I would just like us to talk about something very briefly. Possession. Possession. I just want to bring some outlines and we'll explain it. Possession. What is possession? Possession. Possession. What is possession? You can write it down. This is when the body is inhabited by an evil, unclean, or demon spirit. This is when the body is inhabited, please pay attention, by an evil, unclean, or demon spirit. Have you gotten that far? Have you gotten up to there? Against its will. Against its will. So your body did not choose. You, or not you, God forbid. The body, in this case, does not choose. If he wants to be um, occupied by an evil spirit. The body does not choose if he or she wants to be occupied by an unclean spirit. The body does not even choose if he or she wants to be occupied by a demon spirit. They usurp your will and take over. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 12. We're going to start from 22. Matthew chapter 12 verse 22. Please, as we are reading this scripture, I know you have heard about demonic possession before. Hallelujah. You know, in fact, if I were to even ask you, most of you have better experience when it comes to demon possession than me. You are from one of those churches. You have been in that. You've been in those places before. You may have more understanding about it than me. But please just pay attention to what the Holy Ghost is going to tell you this night. 
because until you have understood how wicked Satan is until you have understood how vicious and malicious he is you will still be sitting and then something will overshadow you while you are in church and then you will become ensnared of the devil while you are here hearing the word of God and you will quote John 3 verse 16 and you will be telling them ah I am saved I am healed I am delivered we will end uh, with our mantra in this year 2022 salvation is free I am saved Jesus and you will now say I am free and you will go home but there is something that is sitting inside you that is a strong man hallelujah please pay attention 22 then was brought unto him who please say it now alright and what happened with him because of this devil he was blind and dumb hallelujah oh I don't like this version I don't like this version 22 then one was brought to him who was demon possessed blind and mute he could not talk and he could not see because something had come upon him that he did not ask for this guy is a very nice guy i'm sure his name is even um if he's today's world his name will be christian or samson or solomon or paul yes paul is a contempt paul his name will be paul he's a believer the guy loves god but something has happened somewhere along his life that a being he did not invite a being if he knew he would have said come on stop that nonsense entered into him and the result of that was that he became blind and he became mute so this guy was under demonic oppression he was under strong he was it wasn't on his body that he was affecting it was his body it was afflicting and inflicting his body and many times there are sicknesses that come upon the body that are as a result of demonic influence hallelujah we are still talking about salvation for the body but i want us to understand demonic possession and how it concerns every believer hallelujah so the end of this guy the devil now coming okay uh, thank you for this version the end of that being entering this man's life was to thoroughly cripple thoroughly ensnare him friends like i said earlier you have heard about demon possession and all that and all that and all that it's not sweet too. it's not something that is a laughing matter it's not a joke you're not you now it may happen in another person that it may not cause blindness it may not cause muteness or being dumb but there is always an effect that brings shame that brings disgrace that brings ridicule as far as a demon spirit has been permitted to enter a body they don't enter there to make you look good most of you watch home videos where you see the demon plates fine hair and all those things that one is their own portraying but when that thing enters a body when he enters a body it may look fine when you see it on paper but when he enters your body the end thereof is that you will be thoroughly destroyed the end thereof is that the image that God has for you, you will become so damaged beyond repair. And so something like the demon of lust, sexual impurity, will sit upon somebody and that boy, that girl, will be damaged beyond repair. He could still be walking very well and he'll wear a suit and he'll pass off as a gentleman. 
she will wear a very nice gown. Oh, lovely. Someone will see her and want to marry. But there is a damage inside. There is a serious problem inside. It could be the spirit of fear. Something as small as fear. Something as small as fear. And a demon has of that, um, the demon of fear has entered into someone and has sat down inside him. And then someone as big and tall, for instance, me now, I'm not that tall, but I'm just using as an instance. Someone that you will expect to be at least confident in a way. You don't understand that something is sponsoring something such that he will enter an examination hall to write exams. And then in his mind, even if you give me all the textbooks in this world, even if you even give me the lecturer's handout to read from January to January, and the exam is December, I've read January to January, and the exam is December, I will still fail that exam. I still want to copy somebody because what I'm writing is not, it cannot, it's not, this is not what they are looking for. I have to still copy someone because I'm afraid. It's an influence of a spirit. And then, another way it comes, that same spirit of fear. All the prayer in this life can be made. You have been here from January. Um, six to, uh, sweet hours of prayer. Uh, we have had 21 day fast. 21 day fast back to back. All night prayer and so on and so on and so on. But you still leave this place. And then you are still uncertain about your life. You will still leave this place. And then someone will say something concerning you. And all the word of God you have heard in Bible studies. All the things you are saying. Salvation is free. All the things you use your own mouth and confess. I am free. I am saved. You will still live as someone that is not free or saved. Something has sat down on that guy. Hallelujah. So the end of demon possession is not to make you fine. It's not to make you nice. <laughs> hey. When the Spirit of the Lord comes upon you, it energizes you unto good. How that the Spirit of God came upon Jesus when he was anointed. And he did. Oh. When the Spirit of God came to Jesus, what was he empowered to do? Eh? Good, Abi. That's what I want to hear. Good. And when this other man comes upon, or this other one comes upon a man, it empowers him to do the opposite. It empowers him to do the opposite. Six people are looking for employment. You are the most qualified of the six of them. The first one enters, they reject. The second one enters, they reject. The fourth one enters, they reject. You now enter with your CV, everything intact. And when you enter, they just see your face and they tell you, my friend, get out of this place. You write examination. Most of you have experienced this one. You are the one showing people what to write in exam hall. Exam results to come out. Someone that copied you, everything. Sometimes they did not even copy everything you wrote because you kept some part. But at the end of the day, you have D, you have A, you have B. Your script will miss. But both of you submitted together. The assignment, you are the one that submitted it for him. But they will now check your own assignments is not there. But the person you submitted for is there. These are some of them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so, Let's see another thing that Jesus pointed out when he was speaking of demonic possession. From verse 25 now. He now said, Matthew 12, 25. Jesus said, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought into desolation. And every city or house divided against itself will not stand. If Satan casts out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then will his kingdom stand? And if demons cast out 
demons or Beelzebub by whom do your sons cast them out therefore they shall be your judges but if I cast out this is he was trying to say something but 29 is what I want us to look at very well because even me I used to hear that thing a believer cannot be demonized but what Jesus said and from the proof of scripture which we will see now even someone that is saved can still fall prey to the works to the operations to the activities of demon spirits hallelujah 29 how can one enter a strong man's house and do what say it now I'm not hearing you okay unless he first binds the strong man and then he will plunder his house you will enter a strong man's house. You have to tie up that man before you'll be able to gain access to his properties. Hallelujah. For a saved man, please, sir, come. You come. Come, sir. <laughs> For a man that has been regenerated in Christ, please just face a congregation. This is the spirit. This is the soul. And this is the body that houses the two of them. This is the strong man. Hallelujah. For instance. And I also want you to know that when he talks about strong man as the spirit that I'm using this instance now, there are people that are strong men in spirit, it's not spirit of God. Though. Do you understand what I just said now? Their spirit is strong, but it's not God that revived that. That one is not God's revival. It's not the Holy Spirit that came on that one. An occult man is very spiritual. It is the spirit you need to do all of those vanishing something. Now, is it not? Yes. The spirit is strong. The spirit is very, very agile and adapt but it is not through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. And so this is a strong man. And so something now is now standing here. Me, I'm not a demon, God forbid. So it's now coming. And then there's a strong man here. If that guy must enter, affect the soul, and have dominion over this guy, therefore, remember what I said in our first class when we were talking about the soul, that. This, the, the soul finds expression with the outside. The spirit, rather, communicates with the outside through the soul. But the instruments he uses is the body. Hallelujah. The fruits of the spirit, love, joy, peace, and all and all and all, comes from the spirit. It is planted and grows in the soul. But it is the body that I will now see that someone has patience. Someone is holy. Someone has self-control and all that and all that and all that. Hallelujah. So, as far as this guy is a strong man, something cannot enter. You want to enter, you have to bind him first. That is for someone that there's a strong man. No. Then, please I'll just sit down for a few minutes. This is someone that the spirit is not revived in Christ Jesus. Your spirit is not quick. You are not even in the kingdom of darkness. You are not in the kingdom of light. You are just there. Some of them are here now. Hallelujah. So, when that being comes again, where is the strong man that will stop him? And so, if you jump now to verse, please hold on. If you jump now to verse 45, it says, when an unclean spirit leaves a man. And I now, and I said, ah, after all the work you did to conquer, why will you now leave? An instance can happen that that unclean spirit will leave. We will see it in Mark, where Jesus was preaching, and then the spirit ran out. Because he was preaching with authority. So, 
that guy can just be in the vicinity of the power of God and then by the mercy of God, that spirit is uncomfortable. It could even be in a preaching like this. The word of God is hitting something and then the power or whatever that stronghold was using in your life to ensnare you, that thing is broken and then that demon leaves. He says after it has left, it will wander around the desolate places of this world. When he now comes back to his house, uh thank you. Okay, please go back to the one before. 40, this 45. Give me King James Version. When an unclean spirit comes out, it roams through 40, 44. Then he said, I will return to where I came from. And when he now comes, he finds it how? Say it now. He finds how? How is somebody's body empty? He finds the body empty. There is no strong man to resist him. He finds it empty, well kept and garnished. It's properly arranged. I, don't, I wonder who even swept it when it's empty. But you now come. He will now become the strong man inside there. And as far as he has, he's a spirit and soul, he's a spirit and body tussle. Once he has dominion over the soul, everything that he's passing to this guy, fruits of the spirit, both good. You saw it now, the works of the flesh. He's still spirit because there is a spirit of flesh. The spirit of darkness, lies, idolatry, hypocrisy, jealousy, dissensions, factories. So this guy will still come and begin to manifest his own fruits of the spirit. And then it will now begin to come out here. We will see Boko around. And we will see people that are homosexuals and lesbians. And they don't have any remorse about it. That's what it will now manifest. Hallelujah. This is for someone that does not have the strong man. His spirit is not revived. So please come back again. That's one set of people. This is a second set of person. So Jesus was trying to tell us that this is how the kingdom, either the kingdom of light or the kingdom of darkness, this is how they operate when they want to take over a body. The strong man there must first be neutralized. Then it will now have access. Even the Holy Ghost, when he comes, he uses the word to neutralize this strong man and the power in the word to neutralize this strong man and then the spirit can now enter. Hallelujah. Amen. So, you would think that you are survived, you have escaped in that your spirit has been revived. You think that you are safe because your spirit has been quickened. But can I shock you? One of the scriptures I have there was about Judas. He was with Jesus one-on-one. He saw the master, he saw the Messiah. Jesus told them, he said, I told Nathaniel, I saw you when you were far off and you believe. He now said, you will see angels ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. So Judas was one of the people that saw these things. He, if in fact, none of you believe the way Judas believed. Me, sir, I did not believe half. There is no believer that could have believed in this room the way Judas believed because he saw it. We are believing by faith. This man saw Jesus. He saw water turn to wine. They fetched water with their hand. Somebody drank it. Them, they follow and drink. It was wine. Ah, ah. They saw a dead girl. He has, oh, Lazarus now died four days. Thomas, one of the people I love most in the Bible, when they now said, let's go and raise Thomas, ah, he said, if he's sleeping, let him sleep now. He now said, Thomas is dead. Oh, Lazarus is dead. Thomas now said, eh, let's go and die with him. And I said, Thomas, Thomas, Thomas. Hallelujah. So they saw everything, but the devil see had a way. And he now came to the strong man. His spirit was revived in Christ Jesus, but he found a way. 
He found a way. He kept coming. He kept coming. He kept coming. Until one day, one day, one day, one day, he was able to bind the strong man. It's the spirit of God, yes. But the Bible still tells us that there are many that have come, even saved, revived, have that same spirit of God, yet they are falling away. Hallelujah. Salvation for the body. You see, all of these things about evil spirits, demon, it's these guys, it affects them all. Eh? It affects them, yes. But you will not see. Me, I will not see. The person that will now pity is this one. The body. The person that will now pity is the body. The death is spiritual death. We will not see. The corruption is so corruption. It may manifest, it will manifest in characters and all that. But sometimes it may even still take time. With the man that used to be humble, he will now start becoming proud. It will still take time. You will not notice. You will think ah, he's just being chopper up now. You will now, after a while, you know, this one is more than, it's now pride. Hallelujah. But it is the body. It is the body. Oh, you should know what is in store for a body that is not saved. You should know what is in store. Someone sang a song. He said, I cannot suffer in hell. On earth, mosquito is biting me. No nepa. I will now come and die again and go to hell. God forbid. You are from Nigeria and you still want to go to hell. How far are you now? So, it's, it's this guy that will carry the load of many things that will happen. Hallelujah. God bless you, sir. Please take your seat. Amen. So, a saved man, a renewed man, if his soul is not watched or if his spirit and his awareness is not watched, you can still fall away. Let's look at 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 13. We are going to the end. First Timothy chapter 4 verse 13. Is it already there? Okay. The whole thing, is that all? That's not all now. 13 and 14. First Timothy chapter 4 verse 12. First Timothy chapter 4 verse 12. 12, 4 verse 12. It says, let no one despise your youth, but be an example unto, unto who? Yes, believers. That's the word I want you to keep now. In, and, 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 in what? In conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith in purity be an example unto all believers in these things he outlined now 4 verse 1 4 verse 1 now the spirit expressly says that in the later times some will depart from the faith giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons these are people that had the faith. They held it. They handled it. But he now says, a time will come later, 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 later. These same people will depart from the faith. They will begin to listen to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. Two, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with hot iron. Then he now continues on describing the works that they will do. So, he had a strong man the day he was saved. 
his spirit was revived and strengthened again. Ordinary, ordinary, unlike a normal person that he would just stay on his own and a demon would just enter and be using him like trash can. This one now, it was, it can still, they still have potency, they still have work. But now, the difference is now that he has allowed himself, he has given in, he has given in. He says they will, how did he put it? They will give heed to deceiving spirits. They will depart. Departing takes your own effort and your own action. Giving heed, according to the scripture, takes your own effort and action. So your spirit is saved. Your soul, by the works of the spirit, is beginning to affect your soul. Is beginning to affect your soul. And then God is now helping you. You are beginning to curb the desires of the body. You are beginning to curb those desires. You are beginning to help. God is helping you. He says that even this kind of person that was so fervent and strong in the faith, if care is not taken, a time may come when he will depart from the faith. When he can, he can give heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. Thank you, sir. His conscience can be seared. He can also love lying like no man's business. He can be living in hypocrisy like no man's business. So, when we were talking about possession before, we saw how wicked these demons are, how evil these spirits are. And then I also showed you that Jesus taught us how the principle of possession works. The strong man must first be captured. There are those that have strong men. There are those that don't have. So, by God's grace, I believe that everyone here has a strong man. Hallelujah. That strong man in you, take heed. Take heed to keeping strong in strength. Take heed to keeping strong in strength. This is where we have now touched that thing I said, the one saved, forever saved doctrine. I don't know if it's true, but what I'm seeing here now is that even believers that saw Jesus, they fell away. John chapter 13, verse 26. Let me start from 23. John 13, verse 23. Now, there was leaning on Jesus' bosom, one of his disciples who loved Jesus, whom Jesus loved. Simon Peter, therefore, motioned to him to ask him who it was of whom he spoke. Then leaning back on Jesus' breast, he said to him, Lord, who is it? Jesus answered and said, It is he to whom I shall give a piece of bread when I have dipped it. And having dipped the bread, he gave it to who? He gave it to Jonah. Are you reading what is on the projector? He gave it to? Okay. I thought he said Judas Icarius from Liverpool. Hallelujah. He gave it to Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon. And what happened after? Now, after the piece of bread, what happened to him? Who? Who entered him? Who did Satan enter? That was sitting in the same table with Jesus that cast out demons. Hallelujah. Satan entered him. Take heed. Take heed. Take heed. Take heed. Six hour prayers will not save you. Twenty hour prayers will not save you. Church activity, those ones are even praying safe. God will even help them. God will even have mercy. As they are praying, the cleavages of the flesh are dying. So imagine the one that is okay. those ones are even praying, they are tearing and subjecting the flesh to prayer. Then those other ones that are not even praying at all, they come when they can. 
or when they want to, how much more, how hopeless is their own situation? <laughs> when they come, your own strong man, they will flog him with cane. Hallelujah. God will help us in Jesus' name. All right. Another thing I'd like us to know, we've learned that the body is a valuable commodity contended by these spirits. The second thing I want us to know tonight about the body is that when Jesus appears again, this body we carry is going to be changed, will be exchanged for another body. We'll just touch that briefly. First John chapter 3 verse 2. Second Corinthians 5, 1 to 10. First Corinthians 15 verse 35. Please someone should help me there. First John 3 verse 2. Second Corinthians 5, 1 to 10. 1 Corinthians 15. So, 1 John 3 verse 2. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it does not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. This is the second part, like I said, we'll touch the third part, what we should do while we are anticipating this transformation. So, as long as you are in the world, the things of the flesh will still pertain to you. This oppression of the, of the kingdom of darkness, they will always, 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 always still look for your body to use. Hallelujah. You are not safe. You are not free. It's not to make you afraid. It's to make you alert. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? It's not to make you afraid. It's to make you alert. That you will not come as a music leader. And in your mind, you think everything is all good. Ah, chapel, they pray now. I mean, those guys, they have covered me in prayer. You come and stand there. And at the end of the day, what they fired at music director and the Dutch music director will now come and, God forbid, it will not find you in Jesus' name. And then something that is looking for someone to use as a scapegoat in that unit will now come and check and check and check. He can't find the head. He can't find the assistant. Oh, this brother. They say, come for a meeting and he's sleeping in his house. He now sent the, the, the leader. Meeting is by 5. By 5.26, he's sending the leader text. Ah, sorry, sir. I went to Ukam to go and buy Eboroko. Not that they will, they have better excuses. Trust me, I've seen excuses these past few days. They will give you good excuse. Five o'clock meeting, you had since morning to either, either complain or not. By 5.26, 5.30. 5.45 is when your excuse has come and I say, okay, this is the one we are looking for. And what is he doing? He's sleeping in his house. And then they will now enter that one. And then ushering units, that was a wonderful unit. Not this ushering. I mean, in one church like that, in Isinobolo. Ushering unit, that was a wonderful unit. They were so dedicated and committed to service. All of a sudden, somebody will just come out. And then everything has turned upside down and downside up. And we are wondering, when did this one come? How did this start? We did not know that someone has opened an avenue for a spirit to manifest inside him or her. Hallelujah. Is someone learning something? Is someone learning something? That you are here, that you are hearing the word of God. It is able to save you, yes. What you are hearing now, if well appropriated, can deliver you. In fact, should deliver you, yes. But when a demon, he says, if a demon leaves, if an evil spirit leaves, and he comes back, and there is nothing to resist it when he comes again, oh, it will be stronger than how it was before. If he was using handgun before, he will come back with better artilleries. Hallelujah. Okay, 1 Corinthians 5, verse 
from verse 1 to 10. We'll just read this one. The last one is 1 Corinthians 15, 34, 35 to 44. Please write down, down as you go home. You can read it. Let's just take this one and take the last point. For we know that our earthly house, this body, were dissolved. We have a building of God and house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens too. For in this we groan, earnestly designed to be clothed with our house, which is from heaven. Continue. If so be that being clothed, we shall not be found naked. For we that are in this tabernacle do groan. Being burdened every time temptation is coming. Every time something is just, ah, allow me to rest now. Being burdened, not for that we would be unclothed, but clothed upon that mortality might be swallowed up of life. Now, he that had wrought us for the selfsame thing is God, who also had given us the earnest unto us, the earnest of the Spirit. Six. Therefore, we are always confident, knowing that whilst we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. <clears throat> Continue. For we walk by faith, not by sight. Eight. We are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and be present with the Lord. 9. Wherefore we labor, that whether present or absent, we may be accepted of him. 10. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he had done, whether it be good or bad. So, summary, he's talking about the judgment, some death, and what happens after death. But, 1 Corinthians 15 now explains broadly about what will happen to this body. How that will exchange this terrestrial body for a celestial one. We'll exchange this body of clay for a glorious covering, a spiritual body. But this scripture is now telling us that at the judgment seat, even though being present in the body means we are absent from our true nature, our full nature, our full glory and our full apparel, he now says, I would rather be absent in the body and then be present with him. But, while we are still alive, let everyone take heed that when he now appears before the judgment seat, he will give account in the body of all he had done while in the body, whether it is good or bad. Hallelujah. The body will be saved. This body will be transformed into a glorious one. But it will not happen tomorrow unless Jesus decides to come tomorrow. But that's the day they were planning ever since. Hallelujah. But know that a time will come when the temptations, the fighting you are fighting every day to keep your sanity, to keep your salvation, the struggle, it will end. It will end. It will end. And the body, this mundane body, will be swallowed up and will be transformed to our glorious body in Christ Jesus. Can someone shout hallelujah? It is a glorious thing to desire. Sickness, no more. Pain, no more. Hallelujah. Alright, the last thing. While we wait. Romans chapter 7. Verse 14. While we wait. 7 verse 14. I will just run through it. Romans chapter 7 from verse 14. Paul is now speaking. As someone who knows the law. As someone who is in church. Who understands what it means. To know and desire to serve God. He says, for I know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. For I am doing, for what I am doing, I do not understand. What I will to do, I do not practice. But what I hate, that is what I'm doing. If then 
I do what I will not to do, I agree with the Lord that it is good. But now, it is no longer I who does it, but sin that dwells in me. For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, nothing good dwells. For to will is present with me. I desire to do good things, but I don't know how to perform them. For the good that I will to do, I do not do. But the evil I will not to do, that I practice. Now, if I do what I will not, if I do what I will not to do, it is no longer I who do it, but the sin that dwells in me. I find then a law that evil is present with me, the one who wills to do good. For I delight personally in the law of the Lord, according to the inward man. But I see another law in my members, warring, warring, and warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity. What we said earlier, the idea is not to make you enjoy. The idea is to bring you into captivity to the law of sin which is in my members. He now cried out and said, O wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from what? From what? Okay, now, can we now say this thing is the same thing as who will save me from death? Do you remember for those that were around when we started Hebrews 5 verse 7 where we, where we prayed from? And he in the days of his weakness, in the days of his life on earth, in the days of his flesh, he offered up prayers and supplication. The same thing Jesus said is what Paul cried out here. Because Paul or Jesus sought who will save him from the body of death. And Paul now realized also, he came to that point. He came to that point also where he found that his body desired contrary to what his inward man desired. And he now lifted the cry, Oh, wretched man, who will save me from this body of death? And Jesus, in the day of his flesh, offered up prayers and supplication, fervently with cries unto him who was able to save him from death. And he was heard because of his godly fear. Hallelujah. So, while we wait, we wait in self-denial. First Corinthians 9 verse 27. While we wait for this glorious day, where all of these temptations, all of this demonic assault, all of this evil spirit assault and temptations and all and all and all will end. We wait in self-denial. But I keep under my body and bring it into subjection. Lest by any means, after I have preached, I will be a castaway. I beat my body and I bring it under subjection. I bring it under subjection. I bring it under subjection willfully in fasting. I bring it under subjection willfully in prayers. Praying long prayer is not so that you be or feel spiritual. It's so that something will leave you. It's so that as you are continuing and, and, and staying in the spirit, the convicting power of the Holy Ghost is screening your heart, is screening your life. Because there's a way you can talk so much and you will not realize when you have talked in error. But when you have now come and you are there, and you have gone one hour, after a place, is a journey. Because the five minutes soon, you may not be able to reach there unless, like God's servant, you have been there for years. So them, they don't need two hours, six hours like us. You, you are still young now. When did they burn you? Them, they have been here since. Ten minutes, they can just epem, baba, sitai. They enter somewhere. But you, you need to stay. You need to stay. Because your mind is still very, very active and agile. As you are here now, most of you have gone to the house and come back three times. Most of you have even gone to Eket, Uyo, 
you have even you've gone to your department you are sitting there your mind is very active so when you are now praying you are subjecting yourself in prayer you are bringing your mind gathering everything gathering your spirit gathering your emotions bringing them under the subjection of the spirit and the spirit will tell you that boy you called stupid that time i don't like how you said that thing and you'll be there and you start to change it and oh lord have mercy and will begin to change and you are praying in tongues one hour it's not so that you feel spiritual it's so that the holy ghost can help you that's why we pray long that's why six hours i cannot pray six hours but i'll run and go even if i'll sit down even if i'll faint because i know after the six hours when i stand up loss will disappear when i stand up anger will not be there again when i stand up they say let's fast 21 days i'll run and go because i know when i fast and this body is being weakened every fruit of the body is also being weakened with it and as the body is being weakened the fruits of the spirit and the work of the spirit is also being alive so you you cannot pray long it's not because you cannot pray it's because you have allowed the flesh to be too strong can you weaken that man now in self-denial can you weaken that man now in self-denial bible says that the power of god will come upon them that believe and they will be sons of god you are a son of god but you are not seeing power because another power another law is working yet in your members sin is still conflicting with the power of healing inside you sin is still conflicting with the power of righteousness inside you sin is still battling with the power of miracles and prophecy inside you loss is still fighting it so you prayed one day and your eye was open you now saw your mother wearing one fine clothes and you now call her "Ah, mommy i'm seeing she now say it's true we bought this one just now 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 and you are feeling you have arrived friends you still need to subject yourself more Hey, like I said, the body will, will be saved until the body is saved. We will continue to subject ourselves in prayer, in fasting, in the word. I beseech you, brethren, de present your bodies as living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. Not only on Sunday morning or Sunday evening, on Monday, on Tuesday, on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, when you have traveled home for holiday, I beseech you, friends, that you will present your body as a living sacrifice. For this is your acceptable service. Subjection. Self-denial. Self-denial. Romans 8 verse 12. I beseech you, brethren, that you present your body as a living sacrifice. Okay. First Corinthians 8 verse 12, I think. That you present your body as a living sacrifice. Then Romans 6 verse 12 now says, Therefore, do not let sin reign. 6 verse 12, Romans. Do not let sin reign in your mortal body that you should obey it anymore. Even if it comes, you surrendered your body before as instruments of sin. Even if the, the, the temptations come now, even if those things come and then they now whisper, Oh boy, how far? You know, for just like call your, your papa, tell him, say, May he send you 20,000. You just need 2,000, just add another zero. Even if it comes, even if those temptations come, hey, just, just do now. Is it not just this once after you ask for forgiveness? Even if they come, do not present your body anymore. Do not present your members anymore as instruments of the flesh. Because like we saw, it will just begin small, 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 small. You have allowed dominion. You have allowed the strong man to begin to bow. As you are cowering onto temptation, the strong man that would resist evil, the strong man that will resist demonic influence is bowing until the time will come when there is nothing there again to resist them and they would have completely taken over can we be on our feet
Mark chapter 1, 22. Mark chapter 1, verse 25. Okay, let's start from 23. Mark 1, 23. I want you to see something that happens. And by this, I want you to pray. And Jesus was preaching. I don't want to start from 22. He was teaching in the synagogue. And there was a man. Hey, I love how God's servant was teaching this thing. Hey, this man, Barbara Uncut. This guy is a first class student. If you see him, in the, he could even be departmental secretary and treasurer. He could even be president in the department. But as he was sitting and hearing Jesus, I be it's people that love God that go to church and listen to message. He was one of those people. And as he was listening, his spirit began to roar from inside him. He came for Bible studies and while he was sitting, Jesus was preaching with authority and power and something demonic began to shake inside him. Some of you, as I was talking, something has begun to be vibrating in your body. You have already made conscious decisions after now, now, now. That nonsense I used to do, it ends now. It's similar. And it cried out. Continue, sir. 24. Saying, let us alone. What have we to do with the Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know thee, you are the Holy One of God. 25. And Jesus rebuked him saying, Hold your peace and come out of him. Hold your peace and come out of him. We read in Hebrews 4 verse 12 how the word of God is efficate. How the word of God is powerful. Maybe you did not know before now. Maybe when we always say the angels of the Lord are here, you are looking for someone wearing white clothes. Maybe when they say the Holy Spirit is in this place, you are looking for a breeze to blow you and you want to feel goose pimple. Maybe when they say you are delivered by the word of God, I don't know what is actually your mentality, but I want you to throw away that mentality now and see that when the word of God comes forth, it is able to deliver you now. And I want you to lift your voice and begin to make a prayer. Father, is there any way, is there anything that is residing in me that is not godly is there any spirit is there any demon residing in me is there anything that i have given authority i have opened the gates for ah lord jesus tonight i commanded by your word by your word by your word i take authority over my body again i take authority over my body again i dislodge you now i dislodge you now can someone lift their voice and make that a prayer can you be somber now can you make a prayer now can you make a prayer now is there a spirit that has taken advantage of my weakness? Is there a spirit that has taken advantage of something I've been doing regularly? They have told me about lying. I did not want to hear. About masturbation. I did not hear. But now I can't stop it on my own again. My will has vanished. My own strength has disappeared. Lord Jesus tonight, by the strength of your word, such demon, such spirit, I dislodge you from my body now. I dislodge you from my body now. Know ye not that your bodies, they are temples of the living God. Lord whatever is in this body whatever is in this body whatever has found its place in me that is not of you right now Jesus empower any facilitator of sin inside me in my 
every facilitator of sin inside me abelapa 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 by your word tonight I dislodge them imene kabarabalasia who in the days of his flesh offered up prayers and supplication earnestly with Christ I pour at here in my family in my bloodline is there an ancestral spirit women will not marry until they have gotten pregnant outside wedlock you will marry but you will not stay married Jesus, right now, I dislodge them. Anything in my body, I've been a that is not of you. Any strange entity in my body, any strange entity in my family, any strange entity in my unit, that is not of you right now. I dislodge you now. By the power of the Holy Ghost. Is it the spirit of fear? Is it the spirit of guilt? Is it the spirit of timidity? It could be the spirit of untimely death. Hey, Rabbi. It could be affliction of sickness. Hey, it could be near success syndrome. Things will go well for other people. Once you appear, everything turns upside down. And he offered up prayers unto him who was able to save him. This is chapel of praise, Lord. Every demon that has crept in. Every evil spirit that has crept in right now. We dislodge you now. Head up there, 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 head up there
Himba bena managada. Himba bena managada. Himba bena managada. Ebebebebebedes. Ebebebebedes. Raba balagalagayagayagada. Iba bondobo. Iba bondobo. Padia bedebedes. Padia bedebedes. Iabadabalaba rabadaga. Ingaba ingaba. Ebedegadegadegades. Raba balagadagada. Right now. 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 Get out. 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 Epe salai. Rabeko enamanagada. This body is the body of the living God. Ikumenaziate. Eshabalabalabalagada. Iababao. I shall not house demons. I shall not house evil spirits. I shall not house unclean spirits. I shall not be a vessel to dishonor. I shall not be a vessel unto shame. I shall not be a vessel unto unclean spirits. no more, no more, no more. No more, no more, no more, no more, no more, no more, no more. Ebebebebebao, ebebebebebao, ababababababao. Iya doko dumbe, iya doko dumbe. Hindi bili bili bili, iya dabash. Break, break, 
Attached to me from my family. Attached to me from my family. Designed to bring me shame, designed to cause untimely death, designed to frustrate my life, to frustrate my family. Flood this chapel, flood Jesus we pray. Can you lift up your two hands to heaven? If you are here under the sound of my voice and you are yet to make amends with Christ Jesus, you know that you and Jesus, you are not on the same book. He's not even page now. He's reading another book. You are reading encyclopedia. Please, can you come out? Can you just come now? Can you just come now? Can you just come now? You have 60, 70, 80 years to live. You cannot be struggling to keep your salvation by yourself. You cannot be struggling by your own power. Can you just come out now? Perhaps along the line, you now know something else has, something has gone wrong. This is not how I was before. This is not how we started. Something has contaminated us. Alright? Can you lift your hands to heaven? The rest of us. And Jesus in the days of his flesh. He offered up prayers and supplications vehemently with Christ unto him who was able to save him from death. I decree upon this altar, this exalted altar that covers you, your family, your academics, and it has even seeped its way into your future and destiny. Right now, I stand in Christ and Christ in God, and I speak into your past. I speak into your present. I speak into your future. Any demonic spirit, any evil, unclean spirit that was waiting for you in the past, that is there now with you now, waiting to be manifested in the presence, I decree by the word of God, move out in the name of Jesus. Get out now in the name of Jesus. Every trench, every hole they have over your soul, every hole they have over your body, every hole they have over your mind, every hole they have ever any fruit of your body. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I decree, lose that grip now in the name of Jesus. 
they have weakened your spirit man. They have weakened the strong man that ought to stand when the wicked come and you are alert in the spirit. They have weakened that guy. They have off your spirit switch. They have off it right now in the name of Jesus. By the power of the Holy Ghost that is coming on you now. By the power of the Holy Ghost that is coming on you now. By the power of the Holy Ghost. How be it when the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead comes upon he will quicken your mortal body. I decree over you now in the name of Jesus. Be quickened again in the name of Jesus. Receive the Holy Ghost in Jesus name. Receive the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. Your prayer life is quickened now. Your study life is quickened now. Your love for Jesus. Your inspiration to go deeper into the knowledge of God. It is quickened now in the name of Jesus. You will not just be a believer by name. Oh, You will not just be a believer by title. You will be a son of God. In your department. Oh, as you are going this holiday, they will see and they will say, Ikaite, Ngozi, something is different about you. This is your portion by the spirit of holiness now. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Can you just lift your voice and begin to appreciate Jesus for tonight? Just tell Jesus, thank you. Just tell Jesus, thank you. Tell Jesus, thank you. Tell Jesus, thank you. You don't know what has been lifted from you this night. You don't know what has left you this night. Someone you go home and you want to sit down, but you'll be praying. Someone, that thought that you used to think, you will go home and it will not come again. You will look for it, you will not see it. That dream that that girl used to come and molest you in the dream, that a boy would molest you in the dream. Tonight, tonight, you will go home, it will not come, they will not come again. They will stand far and look at you, they cannot come near you. As you sleep tonight, may the angel of the Lord stand beside you to give you revelations while you are sleeping. To give you revelations while you are sleeping. 